Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marshani, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by. If you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, you guys know Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, and Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. And today's young man, when I realized we were going to be able to get him on the program, I was super stoked. And as the day started to build and I started to think about today's guest, I start, and it was kind of ironic, and maybe subconsciously I thought about this, but I'm like, he reminds me of Jimmy Moreland, and I'm thinking James Madison. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Our guest from James Madison. Then I also started thinking about a guy, when we had Jimmy on the show, and then I started thinking about a guy we had on the show a couple of years ago, and Deontay Harris. You guys know him. He's the Saints' fantastic returner, because I haven't had a good returner like this since Deontay Harris. I'm like, this is the best returner since Harris. And it's another other than the standout safety punt return extraordinaire, D'Angelo Amos. He spent his career at James Madison. Then he had a grad year with Virginia. But I was super stoked, again, to get him on. There's so much to talk about with him. But with that said, D'Angelo, fabulous career. How is this afternoon treating you, my man? Uh, it's good. Uh, got some training in earlier this morning. Uh, been excited, high energy all day. Got the guys going. Um, so it's been a great day. Well, excellent. And again, I, I I'm so stoked to get you on the show because I I loved Moreland last year, and I, I loved you going into this draft. And Deontay Harris was a guy, so I, I feel like I got a Jimmy Moreland Deontay Harris combo with you on the show today. So I'm I'm super stoked. But I mean, I got to ask with with your skill set. I mean, growing up, were you the kid, Pop Warner, Pee Wee? Were you the kid scoring four, five, six touchdowns every week? Uh, I was trying to as much as I could. Uh, <laughs> um, it was it was shared. I had a, a couple guys that I've grown up with my whole life that uh, we kind of shared that responsibility. So I would maybe have a couple. They would have a couple uh, spread out between the three, four of us. So um, I never really uh, outshined them. Uh, we were all kind of equally talented at that at that young age. Well, fair enough. So you guys had to be, uh, you guys had to be pretty good. That's fair enough to say, fair. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. So, so let's kind of fast forward a little bit. You're doing your thing. You're, you're having success. You know, when do you kind of start trending towards that defensive back safety type position as long and, and as well with the return ability, but when do you kind of know that the defensive side of the ball is going to get you the farthest? Um, I believe it was uh, probably my, junior or well really my sophomore year in high school uh, I was my first position in high school on defense actually was outside linebacker so I was just playing there being an athlete um and then when I got caught up to varsity or I was playing varsity the first position they put me at was safety I was like go play safety and I was like 
uh, okay, never really played it before, but we'll do it. Um, and it just it seemed natural. Um, played corner a little bit too, so kind of going between the two. But safety just – I just always felt at home there. Um, and I think that was the moment I was like, you know, play where you're comfortable, um, where you're confident. And it just – it just kind of took over from there. Um, punt returning, uh, that happened at JMU, actually. I never returned a punt uh, until I got to JMU, and I started doing it in practice. Wow. They just told the guys and in summer training, they're like, hey, if you want to be back there, go back there. But, you know, I walked on to JMU, so they was like, hey, as a walk-on, if you want to go back there, you can. You better not drop one ball. And I think that whole huh. pressure year, I never dropped the ball um, – and that just turned into a role um, my redshirt freshman year. And I had the opportunity. Unfortunately, a couple guys got hurt. Um, they, that was the first kind of view or showing that everybody was like, all right, he can be a threat. He can be dangerous. And it just kind of rolled over from there. Wow. D'Angelo, I didn't know you were a walk-on. So how did you get looked over coming out of high school? I mean, what was the problem? Um, it wasn't so much that I got left over. I just I went to I committed to West Point uh first, so I went to oh, the prep okay. school. Um so leaving okay. out of there, uh it was that's that's where it came from. I was just leaving out of there, it's like all right, he's out of high school. I did pre- we did play at the prep school, um and I did fairly well, so I had a little bit of film. It was just like I said, it was prep school, so they, they had all most schools that already did their recruiting. Um by the time my season was over, as far as who they, the young guys they were bringing in out of high school. So, uh, luckily, um, I knew Coach Weaver, uh, Coach Trot, Coach Dweed, that whole defensive staff that Coach Houston put together at his first year at JMU. So, that kind of uh, – they remembered me from high school. Obviously, it only had been a year since I was in high school. So, they remembered me. They was like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll take that chance. And uh, Coach Weaver really stuck his neck out for me. And it just – like I said, I just made sure that – uh, I had his back, and I did my part since he uh, got me in the door. Wonderful backstory. Fantastic stuff. Once again, D'Angelo Amos, the standout, James Madison, Virginia, safety, punt returner extraordinaire here on the C2P with an FCS All-American at James Madison. Again, this kid is this kid has a, a ton of talent and excited to see him do his thing. Now, you were invited down to the College Gridiron Showcase. That's where I uh, met you down there in Fort Worth. Um, what was it like that week, just being able to, you know, showcase your skills, but more importantly, the, you know, sit across from a conference room, a conference setting, if you will, um, full of NFL scouts and let them know who D'Angelo Amos the man is? Um, it, was, it was a great opportunity. Like I said, it's just a big thanks to everybody with the college ground showcase staff and everything they're doing that opportunity to, for not only us, but the scouts as well, to be able to meet us, uh, kind of see what our character and personality was like. It was, uh, was just great. Uh, I was grateful to be there. Um, like I said, big thanks to those guys, but it was, it was fun to be there and talk to them. They obviously couldn't be on campus and come to practices and do those type of interviews and all those things. So, uh, it was just great to finally uh, talk to them. You kind of see where their head's at, how they're seeing you, some of the things you may want to work on or pick up before your pro day. Um, being out there on the field was was great, too. Um, last game being against Virginia Tech, December 19th, it was, had been a while um, 
since, you know, moving around that much. Uh, so it just felt good to be out there doing something football-related around a bunch of guys that have the same mission, same goal as you. So we, we made it fun. It was competitive. Uh, like I said, and it was, I felt like it was very smooth. I think I was very smooth for somebody who hadn't played in an actual game since December 19th. So uh, it went very well. I think it just gave me a better outlook on uh, where I am and where I sit in uh, during this draft journey. Excellent. And, and, and I, you know, these, these, these scouts aren't going to gush over you. They're not going to give you, you know, praise. They might, they're going to critique you. But did they throw you right. any positive tidbits that when you walked up and left the table, you might have had a little bit more pep in your step? Um, definitely. Uh, they, like I say, it was, it was an open conversation to, you know, learn a little bit more about you, learn about some adversity and those things. But uh, just knowing how they see me at, on special teams, which is something that I, I love to do, um, was, was great. I felt like they, they got to know me. Uh, more than just what they see on film, you know, the person underneath the helmet, underneath the pads. Uh, but definitely some, like I said, expressing uh, a lot of uh, interest in me, especially as a special teams guy, uh, but also uh, just, you know, my style of play and understanding that, hey, you know, you're, 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 you don't have as many eyes on you as it should be. Um, so that was like a positive um a positive note or a little motivation to, to keep pushing that you're doing something right. Um, and even if you're overlooked that uh, you are still being noticed. Uh, so like I said, that's just more of a confidence booster, uh, something to just carry with you every day uh, going through this uh, training. Cause it can, it can be in doing the same thing day in, day out, um, lifting and working out and just taking your body through it can be a lot. So it was, it was great motivation. Uh, like I said, just a better perspective and understanding of where I am and how the NFL scouts are uh, viewing me. Excellent. And I'm curious in terms of, I asked all the guys to come on the show in terms of your safety position. I mean, what do you think those hallmark home run abilities of the secondary that you bring to the national football league, that these scouts are going to want to put you on that 53 man roster. I always say, you know, what are those, standout abilities where you know you're going to catch their eye? Uh, I would say uh, me and deep coverage, a lot of them express the same thing as far as, all right, you and, you know, you put me in that post or in that uh, middle third, you know, I have a lot of range. I can get to the ball, um, just natural instincts, uh, just to always making the right steps, the right movements uh, when I, you know, when the play is going on, diagnosing plays. Uh, you can see, like I said, the free safety, like you're the leader. You communicate everything for that entire defense, and they can see that. Um, so that's one of the things that, like I said, they even them bringing it up was was good to hear and that they noticed that even even though I transferred to UVA for only a semester and getting five starts there, um, that they can see, like, all right, yeah, he knows what's going on. The film study, I think, is, is one of the biggest things. It's my football IQ. Um, and then, like I said, you bring in a guy that's, that's a workhorse. So, I have no problem doing that, special teams and all those other things as well, um, doing whatever I need to do. Uh, I mentioned to them as well, you get a safety and a special teams guy, but you also get a long snapper. Uh, so, uh-uh. 
Wow. Uh, just a little bit more versatility. I think um I don't think there's too many safeties that can say they, they long snapped in high school. My junior year is what that I did that as part of uh part of playing quarterback, oh. receiver, and running back all the different positions. So D'Angelo, I mean, I, I love you going into this already. You're just, you're just adding more uh, fuel to the positivity fire. I, I love that. And that's why we love bringing you guys on the show. You know, I mean, it's those little nooks and crannies that, you know, if, if now if I'm on another talk show or I'm doing some radio and they want to know about D'Angelo Amos, I can throw that out there. And I look a little bit smarter because you're letting the thing <laughs> inside the, the nooks and crannies. Now, anything go unnoticed? And you mentioned the film study, but, I mean, you could be a weight room warrior, a team captain, uh, maybe some of the defenses you ran at James Madison or Virginia didn't allow you to play a certain role, a, t- a type of defense that, you know, they might be inquired to know, but, you know, you just weren't allowed those reps. Anything that they need to know, this is your show. It's time to say, hey, I can do this. Um, I would say being at – coming out of high school – um, being at West Point and then, like I said, being recruited by Coach Bateman, who's the defensive coordinator at uh, UNC, uh, being under his uh, his system and then having three more coaches after that with Coach Houston, Coach Signetti, and um, Coach Mendenhall that I played in all those systems, um, different fronts, different schemes, and excelled and all of them found a way to play, found a way to make plays. So uh, just, like I said, that learning curve, being able to to pick things up and not only pick it up but master it and produce. You know, that's one thing I think I've said uh, many times over to anybody is that um, one thing you're going to get out of me is somebody that's going to make plays, not just as a safety, but on special teams. I've blocked four uh, field goals and a punt. So, uh, there's not too many guys that can say they return five kicks and also block five kicks. So, um, like I said, you block you block five kicks. Yeah. So to like I said to make like I said make plays and FCS uh, making that jump from FCS to the ACC, not group of five, not you know another. Maybe an FCS team, but jumping straight to the ACC, one of the top conferences in college football, and like I said, and producing um, as well. Those the numbers that I put up at UVA in a shortened season, um, with only ten games, um, and one of them, the Florida State game being canceled, um, that my numbers from my last year at JMU to this past season at UVA are almost identical. So. It's to show, you know, just to show that I, I produce, I'll find a way to make plays, um, blocking a kick against a field goal against Miami. Um, in Miami, that, like I said, just the stuff that I've done at JMU or FCS, and you get that question mark that, you know, hey, can he do that with the best of the best with the lead or in the FBS? It's like, hey, I've done it. You know, I've shown that part yeah. that I've done it uh, at both levels at, with different groups. Um in different coaching staff, like I said, being versatile to be able to play in all different of them, being playing money, nickel, whatever, you know, playing all different yeah. positions um, in all of them. So, like I said, you get, a, I think, a more well-rounded guy than you get to see on film just because of the lack of uh, – whether it's lack of reps or just a lack of people, you know, trying to come my way or attack me. I had Jimmy Moreland uh, as my corner on my side of the field, so in the boundary and Rashad Robinson as well, so it's – 
and Dimitri Howard as a linebacker, um, who's just a football guy. So it's it's hard to get those reps. And then while re- returning punts, you know, they take me out on third down so I can breathe and then, you know, return a punt. But <laughs> being able to do that as well, like I said, run down on kickoff, run a punt back, run down on kickoff, and then also play a defensive series and return another punt. Um, like I said, that's that workhorse mentality that carried over even at UVA. Um, that is like, all right, we're going to special teams and we're going to put them on the field. We're going to we're going to use them. We're going to work them. And I was always fine with that. So fair enough. And you know, it's so crazy that you brought up. Yeah, yeah. You you brought up the playmaker, and I I got a sheet. You know, I always got notes. Like I'm scribbling stuff down prior to shows, just taking notes and having some talking points. And you know, I was, I noticed that you know prior to. Um, you know, your West Point guys, I, I wrote down on the paper that you have four interceptions, it says, you know, during that year. And I, and I started looking, you know, I'm looking, and I'm like, all this guy does is make plays. And then you just say, yeah, you do get a playmaker. D'Angelo, we're almost out of time, but we always like to have a little bit of fun before we end the show. We call it three and out. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple lighthearted questions. You ready to take a shot with those? Yeah, we can go for it. All right. Now, you, you played under Bronco Mendenhall. You, it, uh, Virginia, you had uh, – Kurt Signetta at James Madison. Um, you could pick one or both of them. Um, during practice, what was one of their quirky things that would kind of set them into a rage that you guys might do? I mean, maybe your shirts are untucked. Maybe you got just those little quirky things that maybe after practice you might laugh about, or even today you laugh about because you just knew it would set one of those guys off. Uh, Signet- well, with Coach Signetti, um he hated when you, like, tied up your jersey in the back. Like, at JMU, we had, like, our jerseys are a lot looser. So, we would tie them. We would tie them up in the back and just put tape around them. And he kept seeing that, but he couldn't see your number on film. Uh, when you're – especially on defense, you're running around, he couldn't see it. So, he – that, like, after a while, keep seeing that, that would, like, definitely tick him off. It was like, all right, stop doing that because I can't tell who I'm looking at. Um, when we're on the field – um, that or if you – I think for both of them, if you put somebody on the ground, you know, just learning how to practice. I mean, it's, you make plays. Like, it's, sometimes it just it just happens. You know, it's it's not intentional, but that will set, um, I think, any coach off. But uh, those are the first things that come to mind with uh, both of those coaches. <laughs> Fair enough. And I believe – I hope I'm right. I, I've, I've, uh, Deasia is your twin sister? Yes. Um, what's the what's what's the most identical thing that you guys do that it's it maybe just freaks everybody out because it's just so weird. Uh, I think I think it kind of freaks out. It's more so freaks everybody out about me, but uh, me and her kind of we we walk the same and we and we joke like we joke about stuff when we laugh. It's almost <laughs> identical the way we laugh. <laughs> Um, like she has kind of like the tomboyish walk, so it kind of matches my walk. So if they see her walk, they're like, y'all walk the same. <laughs> and then if we laugh and it's like, y'all kind of weird. Like, <laughs> like y'all really laugh exactly the same. So, uh, I think that would be the, the main two. Fair enough. And then, uh, how about this one? You are training at, uh, Terry Gorsetti's Gorsetti's performance there in Newcastle, PA. Um, tomorrow when you train, if you become the trainer and put one of the trainers through a little bit of hell, which trainer are you going to pick there, and what are you going to make them do? Uh, I'll probably go for Cal for Cal Piper. Uh, not Terry because we, we we literally put Terry through the workout today. We made him do the workout with us today. 
But um, would definitely definitely be Cal, uh, just because like he does a lot of our field stuff, and Terry jumps in on that too. But uh, he'll he'll example a lot of things. But we're like, all right, if you went through this whole thing, you would feel what we're feeling right now. So we kind of pick. Um, <laughs> he does it three times a day, so we know he's used to it. But huh. as far as like really going through it and not just doing one rep, like we would definitely take him through our whole warm up just to begin with, and then we'll go <laughs> on our heavy leg days uh, and just send him through it because we know he can do a lot of the, the movement stuff. So get him in the weight room and 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 take him through everything we've ever done, every leg workout, every leg exercise, make him do them all. <laughs> Excellent. And then the final one, um, this draft is going to be quickly approaching the end of April. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a week, a weekend where you're going to be with family and friends to celebrate this next journey. Who is the best cook in your family, D'Angelo? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this special moment? Um, I would say my G-Mama, uh, what I call everybody, like my grandma, we call her G-Mama. Um, she is definitely <laughs> the best cook. By far, anybody who can cook and not use measurements and it's always good and consistent is a great cook. <laughs> my eyes. Um, she all loves her mac and cheese. So when she makes mac and cheese, she has to make that. Uh, she has to make her cabbage. Uh, I love, I love that. Um, and anything else, like anything she makes, I love it. So, you know, that's, that's, just, that's who she is to me. Everything she makes is is amazing uh and maybe ask my mom to make some pot roast i will not eat anybody's pot roast but hers that's my favorite meal that she makes oh. so she can make my mom can make the pot roast and then my g will make the mac and cheese and the cabbage then it's a that's a great meal to me fair enough hey d'angelo hey fabulous collegiate career and i can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level and uh, we know you're busy but man we appreciate you stopping by and joining us today yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate you having me on. No problem at all. Once again, D'Angelo Amos played at both James Madison and Virginia. Did not know he was a walk-on. Was not aware of that. But nonetheless, this kid, and he mentioned it, playmaker, there's so much still to talk about because he's just so dynamic. I mean, come on, five block field goals or, I mean, kicks. I mean, the returns, the safety, uh, just rangy kid athletic kid and comes across as a great kid. And I'm sure the NFL scouts down at the CTS uh, probably took note of that too. Uh, so again, this is one guy I'm telling you, I wanted to get him on early because you're going to start hearing this name. You're going to start people seeing him pop up more and more as we delve closer to this 2021 20, NFL draft. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.